fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word one more time. We are talking and discussing about this wonderful topic that we title Our Dreams and Their Interpretations. We're looking at the Word of God. Our last episode, we look at the law of first mention in the Old Testament about dream and we saw different, different principles that we could take out of that. And then today we're going to look at the first time the word dream was mentioned in the New Testament. We want to take a look there and then uh, 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 get hold of this uh, truth about dream. Like I said, again, dream is a human resource that God has given to the whole of human race and uh, how do we utilize it? I feel like God has given us eyes, God has given us mouth, God has given us also power to dream at night and to sleep and have, like Daniel said, thoughts, you know, upon our bed and to have visions of our head upon our bed. We've talked about that and then we're going to go into today, we're going to look at the first time the word dream was mentioned in the New Testament. Like I said again, the law first mentioned the quite really help us to understand things and God will surround with a lot of truth that we can dig into and understand. But amazingly, you know, in the Old Testament, there are a lot of things about dream several times was used. But in the New Testament, you'd be amazed that they use the word dream only about nine times in the whole of New Testament. Amazing. You know, because I, I, I guess that it's a better testament, it's a New Testament, better upon better promises and better testament. And so God has better, greater ways of working with us, you know. And so you don't see much of dreams in the New Testament. But amazingly, the idea, and we're going to see some of them today, and, and when you open the Bible, in fact, New Testament, the first chapter, the word dream was in right there, in chapter 1, Matthew. And then, amazingly, the first two chapters had so much about dreams that the word dream was repeated five times in Matthew 1 and Matthew 2. Out of the nine mentions of dreams in the New Testament, five of those times were in Matthew 1 and Matthew 2 surrounding the birth of Jesus. It's amazing. I mean, that's really amazing. You know, let's, let's, let's take a look at it. The, the first one was mentioned when Joseph was thinking of whether to take Mary or not. And then we read about that, that Joseph got a dream and then he woke up from the, the dream to act accordingly. And then we noticed that chapter 2, the wise men came to see uh, Herod. And Herod was thinking of craftily destroying Jesus and said, go and look for where Jesus was. And the wise men got down to the place and, and, and they saw Jesus and they were warned by dream not to go back to Herod. So they went another way. And then after these wise men left, God came to Joseph in a dream and said he should take Jesus and run to Egypt. Amazingly. And then while he was in Egypt again, when the time at the Herod had died, God told him to take Jesus back to land of Israel because all those who are seeking to kill him, they're dead. And then when he came back, he was thinking where he's going to stay. And God gave him a dream to go to Nazareth. <laughs> and then, after that, dream seemed to stop. I mean, you don't see any, you don't accept the woman that dreamt, the, the wife of uh, 
the what's his name now? The governor, Pontius Pilate, that crucified Jesus. You know, I mean, that was never a dream again until the day of Pentecost, and they said there'd be dream, men would dream dreams, and that's all. Amazingly. So we have a lot of things about dream in the first two chapters of New Testament. And that's what I want you to see today. This is vitally important. I, I want us to look at chapter 2 first before we come to chapter 1, which I want to really get into the first mention. Let's, let's, let's look at the other ones that were mentioned in chapter 2 of, of, of uh, the book of Matthew. There are other four mentions of the dream in chapter 2 of uh, Matthew. And, and the first one was when the Lord when the wise men came to see, when they saw Jesus, and they were glad, they were thinking of going back to Herod, who said he's going to find out. And the Bible said this, that it's interesting, verse 12, then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Now, these people were strangers. They were not people of Israel. They came from outside. They saw the star of Jesus, and they came to town to find out about Jesus and to come and worship him and give him gift. And then Herod, in a very crafty way, told them, oh, come on, go find out, I'll come and worship myself. And they believed that and went. But then God, who knows all art and human heart secret, while they were there and saw Jesus, while they were sleeping at night, like we read again, the thoughts in their head, visions of the night, of their head, upon their bed, came to them. And God showed them they should not go back to Herod. Was a divine warning. He said, he said, he said, divinely warned in a dream. And let's not go back to Herod. So, in a dream, the motives of men can be revealed when it's particularly wrong and dangerous and disastrous. You see, if they had gone back to Herod, Herod would have found Jesus and kill him. But then, God gave them this dream so that they can escape wicked men. You see, we talked about last time about God giving us dream too so that we can escape wicked pursuit in our own life and wicked ways. We should not work in it. But then God can also warn us in the dream from wicked people. So don't do that thing. Don't work with that. Don't go to that person. So you can see that in the dream. Then uh, uh, after that, what happened next? These people left. Look at the next mention of dream, chapter 2 of Matthew, 13 verse. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in the dream, saying, Arise. Take the young child and his mother free to Egypt and stay there until I bring you word for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. This is the father, the foster father of uh, Jesus. And the Lord warned him in a dream. This man is going to come after you. Take the baby and the mother and go down to Egypt. And God told him where to go exactly and to take care of himself. And uh, he, he did that. He rose up. He took the young child and they left for Egypt. While they were in Egypt, they were there for some time, and then all the things that happened, the Herod was dead, verse 19, chapter 2, book of Matthew. Now when Herod was dead, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who saw the young child's life are dead. Then he arose, took the young child, his mother, and came to the land of Israel. Interesting. And then, when that happened, they came back, when they came back, Look at verse 22. But when they heard that Achilles was reigning over Judea instead of his father Herod, was afraid to go there. And being warned by God in a dream, he turned aside into the region of Galilee. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth. Wow. Glory to God. Amazing. Can you see all that going on? Now, 
there's something I'm, I'm going to come back and talk about this dream thing. You can see dream giving us warning, direction, where to go, what to do, how to go about it, how to come back. Even when we are sometimes afraid of want to do something, dream can come and clarify things for us. That's the beauty from the Lord, angel of the Lord happening. God sending his messenger to talk to us and speak to things to us and lead us in the right way through dreams. All right. Now, not every dream was that. Can I surprise you? After that, we never heard of Joseph dreaming again. We didn't see Jesus dreaming. We didn't see other people. But we saw that dream was an influence at the birth of Jesus and his preservation to, from being destroyed by Herod. And the direction we have to stay and you can see dream coming in. But there's, there's a clause I'd like you to see in all these dreams. You'll notice something which I'll come back to later. There's something about the fulfillment of scriptures. So let's get back into the first dream that uh, was in the New Testament. That's the dream of Joseph that he had when Mary was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. And then Mary told him and he said, wow, what do we do with this? Nobody had ever been pregnant before by the Holy Spirit. Let's read this in the Bible. Matthew 1. Let's, let's dig into this more. The law of first mention, first time dream upon New Testament in the very first chapter of Matthew. Listen to this. Matthew chapter 1 verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother, Mary was betrothed to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in the eyes of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save people from their sin. So all this was done that might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife. Did not know her till she had brought forth a firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. Now, this is wonderful. I mean, this is our Savior coming to the world. Jesus' mother could have been stoned to death if Joseph had refused and exposed her. Think about that. The whole divine purpose was hanging the balance. And God used dream to get across to this man, Joseph. Amazing. Think about that. And, and, and what, what was the power of dream that, that could do that? Actually, the dream doesn't have the power. Like I told you again, dream is natural. It's a human resource. And God can come through it. And God came through it to Joseph. But let's look at some things about Joseph that made him to be qualified in a way around that law first mention we talked about, looking at around that first time dream. Let's look at this man. He said, Joseph was, verse 19, was a just man and not wanting to make her a public example was married to put her away secretly. Now, Joseph was a just man and a man of compassion. You see, he had both justice and mercy. He was a balanced man. No wonder, no wonder God chose him. He was a, a sensible man who is mindful of justice and mindful of compassion. Yeah, things must be done right but it must be done in a compassionate way. So when Mary came and said, I'm pregnant, Joseph didn't say, to hell with you. 
was the kind of considerate. He gave uh, upon the doubt, said, okay, okay, let, 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 let me examine this. He said, you, you, you're a liar, you, you're a cheater, you, you, you know. He stopped to give it consideration. It was not a rash man, it was a just man. He had his balance in his judgment. Wow. And then, look at what happened next. When did the dream occur? Bible says in verse 20, but while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Oh, remember we said from the book of Daniel, dreams are thoughts upon our bed at night. They are also night visions of our head at night. And so, while he was thinking, he was not thoughtless, he was not stupid, not just waiting for a dream, like many people do, they just say, okay, I'll dream about it. If you notice, in the Bible, nobody sought for a dream. Nobody asked for a dream. Nobody ever asked God to give them a dream. They always get it by accident. It just happens. So it is wrong for us to be seeking dream and be looking for dreams. We don't have dreamers in the Bible. The people call Joseph a dreamer. He dreamt only twice. His dream was only two times. Joseph of Old Testament. And even the New Testament, he had dreamed about three or four times and that's all. We never heard of them having dreams again. So they are not dreamers. But God moved. Everybody can dream, but God moved through these dreams. And then we can see that this man that had this dream was a man that was just in his thinking and also so compassionate and was a thinker. He was thinking. See, these three combinations will help you in being able to interpret dreams. You must bring in justice. You must bring in compassion. You must bring in thinking and pondering and looking at it thoroughly well because if you don't look at it and think about it you can do stupid things with dreams dreams can be very complex sometimes no one probably said that he said the, the, those who are the, the, the older the elders will dream the old men are dream dreams the bible uses the word old men are dream dreams you know why because old men are having a lot of thoughts they are wiser so wisdom is required when it comes to dreams and the wisdom of justice and compassion and, and thinking through, bringing justice and mercy. Bible says, let not truth and mercy forsake you. So when you are truthful, when you are merciful, they are very good combination to be able to interpret dreams very well. So I think that just because you are crafty and you are something, you can tell the men of dreams. No, Joseph was thinking and also was just man and also was also merciful and compassionate. He didn't want to expose Mary anyhow. You want to do it privately, even if you are going to take any decision. So you can see him doing that in that condition. While he was thinking, I, I prefer that than just kind of being thoughtless. You know, while he was thinking, in the dream at night, in his thoughts at night, in night visions at night, an angel came and said he should take Mary. But you know what? There was a proof that the angel gave, not because just a dream, that makes it real. I was like, I'm going to do it because I have a dream. That's wrong. Dream itself is not what you should follow. It's the content of the dream. Is it, have you proved the veracity? Is it true? Now, this is what the angel said. He said, take this woman because the baby in her is of the Holy Spirit. And he said, listen, verse 22, this is the proof of the dream. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgins have been with the child and bear his son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. So the angel proved this decision by the scriptures. So you can see that when we come to dreams, we that are Christians should know that the Bible, the Holy Scriptures are our best and greatest way to decide our life. That's our authority. Remember when Jesus was meeting the devil himself? He said it is written. So the angel convinced him in the dream by 
pointing out the word of God that is taking place. That's why Mary was not pregnant. And then, you see, when Joseph woke up, he respected the scriptures. He acted on the word of God that he got from the dream through the angel, and that happened. When you have a dream at night, how are you sure it's a dream from God? Somebody said, I, I, I know that my dreams always come to pass. You are, you are getting proud. You are becoming prideful. Who says you are that so omnipotent and omnipotent? Be humble. Don't, don't, don't fool yourself that your dreams are always coming to pass. You are saying you are really, you know, infallible. That is wrong. You should be careful with every dream. You just can't say, because my dreams are always coming to pass, so that's the thing. You know, that's wrong. You are becoming God and on the throne of God. And God won't allow you to become God on his throne. So you need to be careful. So you need the standard of judgment is the scriptures, the holy Bible, and you must go to the word of God to see that. Said, the angel said, this is according to the word of God. I told you, I said, if you go back to other dream that Joseph had, it's always around the scriptures. Let's go to chapter 2, when he had a dream about going to Egypt. Listen to this. Listen to this, verse 13. Now when they had departed, Matthew 2, verse 13. When they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take your young child and his mother. Flee to Egypt and stay down till we bring word for you. For everybody will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. You see, the angel that said, Go to Egypt, was not just kind of giving a part of, kind of a magical word, Egypt. No, it was already in the word of God that I will call my son out of Egypt. So the angel came, gave that direction to Joseph, and warned him and said, go to Egypt now, because the word of God said this. So I believe that the greatest power of dream is in bringing the word of God, the holy scriptures. So when you are interpreting your dream, interpret it in the light of the word of God, particularly the Testament. Don't let any dream scare you into acting like as if you are not knowing Christ at all. Bible says, do not believe every spirit. Test every spirit. And he said, if any spirit has not confessed that Christ is come in the flesh, is not of God. Every dream and interpretation must be in line with the testimony of Jesus, his death, burial, and resurrection. It must be in line with Jesus dying for us and resurrecting. And whatever is not in line with what Christ has done for us is not worthy of your attention in your dream and must be in line with scriptures. Praise the Lord. Do you understand that? Now let's look at more. When he had another dream again, about he should go back to, you know, Israel. Let's go to verse 22, Matthew 2. But when he had that Achaeus was reigning over Judea, instead of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And being warned by God in a dream, he turned aside into the region of Galilee. And he came and dwelt in the city called Nazareth, that might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, it shall be called Nazareth. Say that again. So Joseph was actually following the scripture. Can I close with Joseph, the other Joseph? You know, these two Josephs are dream, the dream. But the other Joseph had two dreams. His dream was not clear to himself, but it came to pass later, years later, by God making it happen. And it was worked out as a divine dream. So, please, let's follow that. I believe I've helped you with this. And uh, we'll talk more about this kind of thing later. But I've given you enough to help you to do some study. Study some more yourself. And let's find out more truth about this. God bless you. Thank you for listening. It's been a wonderful time talking about this subject.